Well, Mike, Mike, you're going down when? July you got what? 14th. We're actually we're supposed to go down July 16th, and we decided to go a little bit earlier. So we're doing a split stay. I've never done a split stay before, so we're going to do uh, Old Key West for a couple of days and then finish the week off with Copper Creek. You know what? We typically do split stays. We like you, them. You were my a lot. reason for doing, it, as a matter of fact, because I know you. We actually tried. Mm-hmm. We were going to book because um, we're staying on uh, DVC points for the week that we're um, staying at Copper Creek. We were going to get a couple nights at one of the value resorts. We were going to try Pop Century or one of the other ones, but it just wasn't working out price wise. And I said, ah, you know what? I have the points to use. Old Key West is open, so we got a studio at Old Key West for a couple of days on Saturday, Sunday, and Monday, and then from Monday to Saturday, we'll be down at Copper Creek. You know, one of the tips we have, like when we do a, uh, a split stay, is we pack two bags. You guys are flying, though, so that's that's tougher. You know what I mean? But maybe like a carry-on for your first part of your trip and then your bigger suitcase for the second part because that way you're not unpacking everything, repacking. You're literally just throwing everything in, and then when you go to Copper Creek, you just take yeah. it into the suitcase. <laughs> you guys do it wrong. You bring a, a suitcase for clean clothes, and you bring a suitcase for dirty <laughs> clothes. And it, and it just they just, over the course of the thing, it just flips over. And then a suitcase for souvenirs. Yeah, there's you always a suitcase like for souvenirs. I, I guarantee you with that. The only thing we're, we're usually spoiled because we try and do our laundry before we go home. Nothing's worse than coming home and having to do two suitcases worth of yeah, laundry. And I especially you. when you have the luxury of the uh, DVC villas, uh, having the one, even just the one bedroom alone, you have the washer and dryer in the room. Mm-hmm. That night before you go home, all that dirty clothes are getting clean. This way, when you come back, you don't have a mountain of laundry to do. Hey, DVC got, treats you good. With and even the laundry, and even though, if you're in a studio, they have, have the laundry the laundry rooms you can use, which you've you know we've made use of before. Uh. It kind of smacked me in the face because we have, and I just made dining reservations for it less than two months until we're in Alani. Oh. I know, dude. How cool is that? Hanging out less than two I'm months. Ex- Actually, two I'm months excited. from two months from tomorrow, we will be arriving at Disneyland. Fun. It kind of smacked me in the face, though. I've been living vicariously through you guys. I'm like, whoa, okay, we're getting closer. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. My whole life I've been living vicariously through you (laughs) and your trips and your 300-day cruises and all the good stuff that we're going to talk about tonight, in fact. So with that, we're going to start the show in three, two, one. Round one was over. (laughs) Parents won. Kids sipped. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing. That was all started by a mouse. Did we just become best friends? Yep. Gentlemen, start your engines. To infinity and beyond. There's a touch of madness around here. Hello and welcome to the Disney Dads Podcast. The date is 5-3-2018. My name is Jason, that's Mike, and that smiley guy over there is Justin. We're here to talk a lot about Disney, a little bit about us, and everybody is welcome. Guys, how are you doing today? Awesome, man. And, and I think I know why that, that uh, Justin's as giddy as he is, because we're going to talk about one of his favorite things tonight. Man, he goes on a tangent all the time, and it's Disney bowling. I'm so excited to get into this episode tonight. <laughs> Nothing is better than a week at Splitsville. 
Oh man, yeah. Tonight when you we came up with this topic and we pushed it back a week because of uh, trips, and I was such so bummed. I was like, man, I really want to talk about this. So tonight, it only took us thirty-one episodes, and tonight we're finally doing it. I'm really excited. Yeah, but we are talking about the Disney cruises, and not only that, but this was also we <laughs> wanted to get this out there for a long for a long time, and a lot of our Disney family has been asking for us to touch on the Disney cruises. Now this is going to be the first of many on Disney cruises because there's so much to get into with the Disney cruise, between different destinations, different ports, tips, tricks, luxury that we have tonight of having somebody who's very very experienced of doing these Disney trips, and that's Justin because Justin knows Disney cruises better than anybody that I know. He's been on more than anyone that I ever know, and I'm glad to be able to pick his brain tonight because I've only been on one Disney cruise, and it was I'll get into my details on the trip, but I'm glad to have Justin as our our resident expert on this because he certainly knows a lot about them. There's not much in life that I can call myself an expert on, and if it's Disney cruises, I'm a happy guy to do it. So I'm I'm excited to get into this. My question is this though: You don't have any Disney cruises planned anytime soon? Oh, see, that's the only thing we uh, <laughs> we we always have Disney cruises planned. He goes for the juggler right we away. We always have Disney cruises planned. We uh, we have right now one cruise planned. We are going to be changing that cruise because of Katie's new work schedule. But we will be uh, changing it to a different day. And then we always have, we're like that card player that always has like the king in the pocket, you know, just to, just to make sure you win, like to cheat, you know. So we always not only have one booked, but we also have a placeholder in the pocket, which we'll get into later talking about placeholders, how they work, why you should do them, why they're fantastic and all that. So, but yeah, we, uh, we always have Disney Cruises planned. It might not be a specific date as of this moment, but we do have our place saved on a future Disney cruise. Very cool. Uh, Jason, I know from what I understand, you haven't been on a Disney cruise yet. Do you have? Do you foresee yourself taking any kind of Disney cruise somewhere in the near future? Absolutely, and um, everything about the Disney cruise is uh, intriguing to me, uh, from the customer service to just the feedback that I get from people that have taken one. I have a hard time finding anybody complaining that they didn't like their Disney cruise. Really, I mean, honestly, I have a hard time finding somebody. So, yes, that is in the works. Um, right now, it's timing. Timing is just so bad for us right now to plan that far in advance. Yeah, I hear that. It's same for us, too. I'm just trying to find uh, a common ground where we can all get off and do something and, and take a cruise. But uh, I'm going to pass this over to Justin because I know, Justin, you're the you're – the, the resident expert on this, like I've said before. So I'm gonna get your, I'm gonna pick your brain on a few things. And one thing that I want to know about is, for the first time Disney cruisers out there, people that are gonna decide to take their first trip, or they're about to embark on their first trip, what would be a few must tips that you would tell them? Like, listen, this is gonna be, this is what I've done. These are my mistakes. This is what I've learned for. This is what you need to do, and this is what I suggest you do for your upcoming trips. What would you suggest to some of our uh, Disney family? So there's there's a I mean there's so many suggestions out there and tips out there to give you a little background on you know you guys saying I'm a Disney cruise expert we've done nine Disney cruises and we have done all of the ships multiple times and we've done um, all of the ports through the Southern Caribbean Eastern Caribbean Western Caribbean and we've done the Panama Canal and the Transatlantic the only thing we haven't done is the Alaskan that's coming up we've been waiting for Riley to turn eight so she can do some of those excursions but to get back to your question our first cruise was just Katie and I. We went on a cruise, just the two of us. Riley was still pretty young. We didn't know if it's something she would be interested in, and we wanted to check it out ourselves. And I think that's the way a lot of parents feel. Uh, a tip for your first cruise is 
it can be a little bit overwhelming, you know, just the planning of it. And I would say when you're booking a stateroom, if you're on a budget, don't be afraid to book an inside stateroom. Katie and I, after nine cruises, book inside staterooms all the time. We love them. Uh, you know, if you don't, if you want the balcony, you have the extra money to spend, go with the balcony, but don't feel like you're going to be missing out because the amount of time you spend in the room on your first cruise is limited. You don't spend that much time because there are things to do from sunup until well, well past sundown. I mean, until the, the late hours of the night. So you're not going to be just sitting in your room thinking, oh man, what am I going to do next? You know, between characters, dining, uh, entertainment shows, uh, you know, adult entertainment, kids clubs, you know, all these great things that go on. Swimming, of course, heck, you're swimming, eating on up on deck, ice cream, things like that. So there's so many great things to do. Don't be afraid to book that inside stateroom if you're trying to save a little money just so you can get your feel around a Disney cruise ship. Yeah, that's some good pointers. I got to tell you, my very first trip as a family and my very first trip back to Disney World as a parent was a Disney cruise. We actually, at the time, we were planning on doing just a Disney trip. Uh, Sammy was a baby and Sarah was a couple years old and we said you know what we're going to do our first trip and it was a land sea package Uh, however they had it priced out I don't know if they even do them anymore but it was uh, four days on land three days at sea and it was a couple of days in Disney World you had your park passes it was some kind of combination deal that I'd found online and then we did the Disney cruise uh, my biggest regret was we did it with the kids when they were too early. I recommend, I'd recommend. i always say take the kids to Disney at an early age. I have no problem with that. That was kind of flawless. We, we pulled that off. Uh, I was a little overwhelmed, like you said, and we were only on the Disney cruise ship for a couple of days. So I would definitely, from my personal point of view, I would wait till the kids get a little bit older. Uh, we were also new parents at the time, and we weren't so... Uh, adapt to just say, I'll let the kids go to the kids club or we'll let them go here because they were still babies at the time. So I think now that my kids are older and, uh, you know, Sammy's 10 and Sarah's 15, I would put mm-hmm. them in the kids club hands down. I would put, you know, because I trust Disney, uh, you know, to the fullest. Uh, when I was a, you know, a new parent and I had very small kids, we were a little a little leery about leaving them with anybody. I, that's just the new parent. You know, once they get older, they're like, hey, yeah, go ahead. Just go you know, hang out with those strangers. No problem. <laughs> they're good to go. Yeah, no, no problem. But, uh, but yeah, so I think that's a, you had some very good points there for a first time disney cruiser what kind of trip would you recommend them to take justin would you say do a a long trip a five-day trip a seven-day trip do you recommend doing the parks before after doing not the parks at all Uh, what would be one of your recommendations to somebody when it comes to that i recommend doing exactly what you did do a split do you know a few days in the park i recommend doing the parks beforehand go out you know have a blast, you know, walking, doing all that. And then, you know, do three or four days in the park and then do a three or four day cruise. Go, you get to go to Castaway on the three and the four day. So that's the main point that you want to go see. Uh, and then go down and have those three or four days just to relax after your time in the parks. You can't beat the feeling of knowing you're in a Disney park and it's time to leave, but it's not time to leave that Disney culture. You're leaving the Disney parks and you're heading straight to a Disney cruise. It's just, it's, it's the best. It's the best feeling in the world to wake up that morning knowing you're checking out, but you're going to check in on your Disney cruise. Yeah, that's very cool. We were excited that day. Uh, Jason, I know we tend to go to the beach a lot because we're on Long Island, obviously, and I know Justin's very much a beach person. Do you guys do the beach stuff? Are you guys, I know with the climate up there, it, it's, you don't really get much of a summer, but are you guys beach or lake goers up there? Oh, we love the beach. We love the lake. You know, when it, when it is warm out, we love that. We have a lake up here in Monaco that's uh, called Crystal Beach. And before the geese get in there and ruin it with their 
their little Tootsie Rolls everywhere. Um, it's beautiful, and the, the sand is perfect. But here's the thing. I like warm water, and it's not mm-hmm. up here at all. I mean, look, I'm okay with any creature in the water, including bacteria and everything else, because I like warm water. I mean, you know what I mean? And, man, you don't get that up here at all. You got cold water. You got a lot of glacier lakes. I mean, you know, on some of these lakes still, it's May, and I still have a foot of ice on some of these lakes out here. Wow. You know? So, man, I, I – yes, I do like them, Mike. And if I lived where you lived, I'd, I would be right there with you, or, or Justin, I would be right there with you. Yes. Now, your boys, if they had a choice, would they pick the park for a day or would they pick the beach for a day? Oof. They love the beach, man. I, they love, love the I beach. I got to say, the, they love the beach. One thing, as you know, some of the difficulties that we had on the cruise, and that was our own insecurities with, you know, leaving the kids' places and, you know, kind of going off. But the Castaway Beach, oh my God. I mean, it, it, it's a Disney beach. I mean, say no more. I mean, Disney does everything right. They do everything right with the parks, they do everything right with the customer service. That is a place that I'm going to say you must, must take the boys. Uh, anyone listening to this podcast, if you ever have the opportunity, make sure you get a Disney cruise and Castaway K is on there. That is an unbelievable, meticulously clean, beautiful island. I've been to a, on a couple other cruise ships before, and I've done other private islands and some of these other cruises, and they just haven't been that Disney feel. And, man, I tell you, for a family vacation, I wish I could spend a week in that place. Justin, how do you like Castaway K? It's my favorite place on planet Earth. I would, I would, I, there are people who live on the island that maintain the island. And let me give you a little detail because I think the people listening to this are planning. If you're planning on traveling with children and it's your first Disney cruise, like you said, that's your major hangup. And let me start with Castaway. When you, when you get on Castaway, you can have that family time and everything you need is there as far as snor- uh, snorkel rental, you know, boat, things like that. You can do all the excursions. But also, it's free. Your lunch is included. It's free. Free ice creams. Free soft drinks. Everything that's included on the cruise ship is there on Castaway for you to use. There is also an adults-only beach that you can go to. So if you want to drop the kids off and you're saying, "Man, I just want to head over and hang out on the adults, the adults-only beach," well, guess what? You can take the kids to Scuttles Cove, which is a kids' club on the island. You check the kids in. They have a magic band that they wear, and it has a tracker in it to where. The 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 even in the kids clubs, the counselors know where the kids are at all time, and they're out there playing with them. If you if I had Riley here with me right now, and we were recording, and you said one question to Riley, Riley, what's your favorite thing about Disney cruises? And she's done seven of them, including two fourteen nighters. What's your favorite thing about Disney cruises? Hands down, no questions asked, right away the kids clubs. They are the absolute greatest thing that Disney Cruise Line does, and Castaway. It's just another fantastic kids club that they offer you whenever you're there to have, you know, some time with your significant other, time to yourself, you know, to get away. And the kids enjoy their time. Riley don't want to leave. She don't want to leave. Yeah, I mean, they, I said, they do everything right. Uh, you touched a little bit about some of the excursions at Castaway, Kay. Um, what are some of the islands you've done and some of the other excursions that you've done through Disney? Oh wow, we've done uh, my favorite islands. Let me do itinerary based because it would t- we'd be on here for three hours going island down. My favorite islands were the Southern Caribbean. We flew to uh, to Puerto Rico, did a seven night Southern Caribbean. Um, we've done snorkeling. Katie and I now that we've done a few of these cruises, we don't typically do the excursions unless something really, you know, jumps out at us. Uh, we'll kind of go and venture off on our own and find our own things because. The one thing about going to the Caribbean is a lot of the excursions are really similar, 
And with Riley, a lot of the excursions don't include kids her age. So things that Katie and I would be interested in, say like going parasailing or going and doing, you know, even snorkeling, things like that. You have to be seven years old, eight years old, you know, you know, and so we don't do those. Um, I'm trying to think some of the greatest ones we've done. You know, we, I have to go to the Panama Canal cruise. We were in South America. We were in, uh, or no, I'm sorry. We went through the Panama Canals and we were on the Pacific coast and we were in Mexico and we stopped and we went to this private uh, part of the island where it was, everything was included. You could paddleboard, you could do everything. But then for the kids, they got to ride a donkey to the top of the mountain. They got to play with monkeys and Riley actually got the zip line. And that was just seeing her face light up getting the zip line. And then lunch was included. There's just some really, really great itineraries out there that you can book through, through these islands. But, uh, but yeah. And the great part is even if you're concerned before you book, you know, uh, with, with, Disney Cruise Line about what you want to do. Once you get on board, you can go to the Port Adventures desk. Uh, most of the time, it's either on Deck Three or I mean Deck Four or Deck Five, depending on if you're on the Magic of the Wonder or the the, the Fantasy and the Dream. And you can go there, and they will answer your questions, help you out, change, do make changes for you, things like that. So they're very very helpful when it comes to that. Yeah, you mentioned some of the names of the boats. There's the uh, the Magic, the Wonder, the Dream, and the Fantasy. I know the Magic and the Wonder were the first two, and then the Dream and the Fantasy were added later. And they announced that they're going to have three more, right? They're in the works. They're building three more so, ships. Oh, my gosh. I can't wait. I can't wait. Take my money now. Take it now. <laughs> yeah, we definitely have to get on a cruise sooner or later. I got to tell you, uh, before we did our first family cruise, uh, Laura and I, on our honeymoon, we went to uh, the Bahamas. And we were on the beach by Atlantis, you know, in Club Med, the area over there. And the cruise ships were pulling in. And, you know, one of the things that we were considering doing for our honeymoon was either going to be going to the Bahamas or going to uh, Disney, you know, as, as adults. I regret it now not doing it as a, an adult without kids because you would have looked at it at a whole different perspective. But I said, yeah, you know what? I want to do more of the adult thing. We'll go to the, you know, the Caribbean. We'll, we'll hang out at the beach. I don't want to be tired from going to Disney. So anyway, long story short... The, the coolest thing was watching the cruise ships pull in and hearing the horns as they pull into port. And nothing's better mm-hmm. than the Disney horn playing, you know, When You Wish Upon a Star or some of the other famous Disney tunes that you know going over those horns as you're pulling into uh, pulling into the port. And it was really cool. And I, I, it kind of we sat there and we're like, we got to get to Disney. You know, even though we were on our honeymoon and we could have went there, we just sat there. And once you heard that horn, you're like, yeah, that, that's, that's got to be that's got to be in our itinerary sooner or later. Jason, check this out. You're, you're really going to like this. So when we did the transatlantic, we went from uh, Port Canaveral up to Boston, then to Nova Scotia, and then we went across for five days to Dublin. And we got to Dublin. And, of course, we went at sea for five days, and we had really rocky seas that trip. Uh, 30-foot swells, and we were only about you know 10 nautical miles south of the like, Arctic Circle, you know, where everything freezes. So it was freezing outside. Ice was freezing on the ship and everything. And we get over, we dock in, in Dublin, and then we enjoy our day. We come back down to Liverpool. It was the first time that the Magic had ever been to Liverpool. And about 6,000 people showed up to oh, see, to see yeah. the, the Disney Magic. That's so credible. Um, two things I want to point out. Um, number one, have you ever seen the Titanic? I have, yeah, but I feel I trust Disney more than I do uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> okay, all right, I, I, all right. I mean, I'm just this whole this whole 
this whole conversation is screaming Titanic. And number two, um, I love the fact that you mentioned that the the whole town came out to see this. Yeah. So when you got so when you got into Liverpool, and you know the all these people did come out to greet. Did you guys port and dock and actually get out? So we did. Yeah. So we we port we 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 got to port early in the morning. We got out. We went and Katie and Riley and I explored Liverpool a little bit. We went and had lunch. We came back to the ship. And here was the cool part. We were actually really late to dinner that night because when the ship was about to leave port, all 6,000, 7,000 people were there. They had a band playing all these Disney songs over these loudspeakers and everything. And then, not Disney, but the the, the people of Liverpool shot up confetti into the air. I mean, for like two minutes. Just going everywhere. And everyone's outside on the side of the Disney magic, and the captain is playing all the all the Disney horns, you know. And people are just screaming, and you see kids that have probably never been to Disney but have watched these cartoons, and they're just waving, and we're waving back at them. And you talk about just bringing two cultures together; it was one of the most memorable times I've ever had on a Disney cruise. You know, I'm I'm so glad you mentioned that because that's one thing that we've always driven home here. Disney has no barriers. Disney has no no barriers when it comes to borders, to to whatever orientation you are, in whatever political field you are, and to have something so iconic and it's it's important and it's powerful to bring two people together like that. I love that. So when you were out there, um, out on ports and mingling with the people, okay, I know it's in the UK, but um, how, how was their their interaction with you guys? I mean, was it like, uh, was it? warm and inviting and, oh, and decent. It's, it, here's the thing about going to all these places because we have been very fortunate to go to we've been we've been on a Disney cruise to three different continents. And every place we've gone, we went to Colombia and we got off in Colombia and you know Colombia has a stereotype to where it's a dangerous place. The people were so warm, they were so inviting, they were so helpful, they were so nice. I mean, just unbelievable how they were so appreciative that we were there mm-hmm. and that we were appreciative of them you know, welcoming us. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we went through the Panama Canal, you know, we're going through the locks and we get to one point and there were school buses lined up and the mm-hmm. local school had brought kids to see the Disney cruise ship going through the Panama Canal. And the Damn, kids are over there good. waving, you know, we're all waving back and, and doing that. It's just, it's just such a neat, mm-hmm. neat experience to know that Disney is important everywhere in the world. Okay. Before it's important we go to people. In- it is important, and I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm sorry. I know no, it's, you're great. It, it isn't. You're right. It is important to people, but we're running on a time constraint here. And there's a couple questions I want to get in before we get into like the important meat and potatoes, and I mean that literally the meat and potatoes of the cruises. <laughs> um, you mentioned the horns. They were playing the horns. Now I I do go down rabbit holes on YouTube, and there's something where like two Disney ships when they pass, do they have like a horn war or a horn battle? They have, yeah, they have what a horn that? battle. Yeah, that's really cool. They'll go back and forth and they'll finish each other's horn, you know, and uh, they'll have a battle back and forth. So we've we've seen that a few times, and it's it's a lot of fun. It's one of those things. Everyone go, you know, if you're on one ship, when your horn goes, you cheer, and then you can hear the other ship cheer. And uh, it's it's just really cool. And like I said, it brings everyone together. And the last question I got for you, maybe you won't even know. Uh, hopefully you do. The captains of the ship, mm-hmm. are they are they former um, uh, Navy captains? Are they former um, just like uh, cargo ship 
or, or did they start from the ground level in the cruise line industry and then work their way up uh, nautically? I mean, look, this is like a floating city with this captain is in charge of thousands and thousands of people. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. and the whole the whole Disney Cruise Line uh, reputation sits on his shoulders, regardless of what ship he's cruising with. Because if anything happens, the whole credibility of the whole cruise line goes down. So where do they get these guys? Do you know? I do. Yeah, we've had the the great luxury of being able to spend some quality time with a few of these captains uh, on the Panama Canal cruise. A fantastic couple that are a part of our Disney Dad's family uh, were married, Dave and Claire. And they they renewed their vows, and they asked us to be witnesses to to the re- vow renewal. And the captain was the one who did the vow renewal, and so we were able to pick his brain and talk to him. And we've talked to other captains as well because once you go through so many cruises, you get to go to a, a kind of cocktail hour with the captain and, and the other the other officers. And most of not most almost all that I know of are from overseas. Um, Norwegian, uh, Swedish, Italian. You know, and they Italian, <laughs> yep, yep. And they've been, they have worked in the military ranks on in those those countries. Uh, mm-hmm. That's kind of how they got started. And then they've just they've just worked their tails off for years and years and lived on these ships and worked their up through the ranks until finally they they become the captain of these amazing vessels. Okay, and before you get into the uh, the dining, because I I know that's that's an intricate part of this. Um, Probably probably eighty percent of of a cruise, right? Like anything Disney. I mean, I, I'm a foodie. Mm-hmm. Uh, how I, you know, I love my cast members in the parks, you know, in the resorts. I love my cast members. They they bring the magic to Disney. What, what are they? Cast members on the on the ship? They are. How yes. does that work? Mm-hmm. Yep, are you they just are. are you assigned? A, I don't want to. Is, is Cabin Boy even the right name? I mean, what, what? no, it, it's it's not. So here's the thing: whenever whenever they come on, uh, I know when we were on our not the last cruise because last cruise we did was just K and I, but when we were on our Panama Canal cruise. There were 67 different nations represented okay. on board, and they have um, you know the, when you apply, you apply for a position like you would with any job. You're not just put somewhere. Uh, can I tell you this, that the people that work on the cruise ships, I don't want to say they go even more above and beyond because I don't think that's true than in the Disney parks, but you get to know them. You get to know them like their family. And by the end of day one, it's Mr. Jason, how are you? How was your day? How was this? You know, and just the little delicate uh, details that they put into making your trip magical. They are the reason that Disney cruises are what they are. And they're the reason that Disney Cruise Line wins awards left and right for having the best customer service, for having, you know, because that bar is set so high that other people, other companies come to see what Disney is doing. Because anything you need, they go above and beyond to take care of you. I love it. I love that. I love it. So do you get the same person the whole time or is it just rotate out or how, how that's does that a work? great that's a great way to lead into dining yeah so you have the same stateroom uh host or hostess okay uh, at the entire the entire length of your trip they'll be there to take care of you you get to know them I, on our four, two 14 night cruises we've done it's mm-hmm. been like saying goodbye to family uh something we do is we especially if we have certain cast members not only do we make sure to write you know uh disney cruise line and and tell them about the things they've done and that way it goes in their file, and you know, and of course we take care of them with the 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 um, the questionnaire at the end of the cruise. 
but also like this past cruise, Katie and I really enjoyed this, this, this a guy named Danny. He was in Palo and he loved the Simpsons and I love the Simpsons. And we were going back and forth and he said, you know, I only, he was, he was from uh, Ireland. He said, you know, I've only got uh, three seasons here on board or two seasons here on board to watch. And I've been watching them for a year and a half. So imagine that you've been watching the same seasons over and over <laughs> and over and over and over and over. So Katie and I got home. We immediately got on Amazon. We ordered three more seasons that we knew he didn't have. And we shipped them down to him uh, on the Disney cruise that so he would have an extra three seasons to kind of go through, you know, just because that little gesture on our part is saying, thank you for going out of your way for making our trip. Amazing. With dining, it's even better because Disney introduced, whenever they carry the, the cruise line, a brand new thing to the cruise industry called rotational dining. And with rotational dining, on the first night, you will meet your, uh, your, your wait staff, and they will follow you for the entire length of your stay. So even though you move from restaurant to restaurant each night, you'll be in a different, different restaurant, uh, they will move with you. So they will. They might be in Animar's Palette with you on night one. They might move to another restaurant. For, you know, the second restaurant. They will move with you to the second restaurant on night two, and they'll be with you the entire length of your stay. So it it really gives it that family feel, to where by night two your drinks are already on the table before you even walk in. They know that Katie gets a cherry coke. Riley loves a cherry coke. Extra cherries on the side, and uh, and me. Give me a cold beer and a water, and I'm I'm good to go. And uh, so they're just they're just fantastic. They're the best. But food, oh my gosh, Jason! I hope you're hope you're ready to eat. Oh, this is this is probably gonna be one of those. <laughs> it's better than California Grill. Mmm. Uh, see, oh, wow. I stumped him. He's he's wow. Yeah, I'm now I'm intrigued, buddy. Let's hear about the food. You don't even have to answer that. I'm not even going to make you cheat on California Grill. I just want to hear about the cruise food. How's Palo that? Palo is better than California Grill by really? far. Yes, Palo brunch. Uh, let me explain to everyone real. Let me explain to everyone real fast what Palo brunch is. Palo brunch and Palo dinner. Palo is a uh, adult-only restaurant on board the ships to where you can book beforehand to go to. And it is an additional cost of $30 per person. It is completely worth every penny. It is uh, does have a dress, a dress code. Uh, gentlemen have to wear a jacket. Uh, you cannot wear any denim. You think that? Ladies, a dress, you know, your, your typical dress attire that you would have for a nice restaurant. And I, I can't say enough about Palo. It's amazing. But just, you know, just the, the rotational dining in the regular restaurants are, and Mike, you know, you've done it. It is quality food. Oh, yeah. It is good. And here's the best part. You can walk in, Jason, and you can go, you know what? Man, that appetizer and that appetizer are really good. And I can't decide between those two entrees. And they'll go, get, get it all. Get, get all of it. So then you sit there like, you know, like you haven't eaten in four weeks. And you've got two appetizers and two entrees and three desserts. And you walk out and you're unbuttoning your pants. And everyone's looking at you, but they're doing it too. So it's, it's the best. I, uh, I'm okay with walking out with a six-month pregnancy belly, you know, especially with the good food. Well, I remember when we ate at the Animator's Palette, it was pretty cool because it started off as a black-and-white dinner. The uh, the waiters, waitresses, all of your cast members that were there had on just regular you know black jacket, white shirt, and uh, you know a black tie. And then as the courses would come out, and the restaurant was kind of changing as the courses came out. So uh, your your appetizers would come out, and then your waiter or waitress would come out, and their tie would be full of color. 
And then your next thing would come out, and then some of the pictures in the restaurant would start adding color. You know, they would just change the colors to the pictures and the schemes and all that kind of stuff. And it was pretty cool because as your dinner went along, by the end of your last course, the everybody was in full color. They had parties. It was there was music. They were singing along. It was a very cool dining experience. Uh, one thing I don't remember, Justin, did you need to have dining reservations, or did you have to have a specific time? I remember on other cruises that I've been on, you had a specific uh, meal time. Time. Was there a specific meal time on the Disney cruise ships? There are. So you book those when you book your cruise. You can, of course, change it. A lot of times we book cruises later, and we, like I said, we book kind of a. You used to have to book a dummy cruise. Now you can book a placeholder, and we'll get into that right, before, you know, at the, towards the end of the show. Uh, but you book either early dining or late dining, okay. and. With that, uh, I believe it's, man, you think I'd know after nine cruise? I think it's 545 and 815 are the two times. And we normally do early dining because we are a family that eats early anyways. Katie works night shift, so we typically eat at 530 every day anyways. And Riley goes to bed early. Uh, But when it's an adult trip, we have been known to eat late dining. Early dining is harder to get on a Disney cruise just because there are more families. So if you're going, if you're going with your family, uh, you know, with all the kids, shoot for early dining because it's more kids. You know, it's louder. Like that. If you're going on an adult trip and you want it to be more, a little more romantic, shoot for late dining. It's quieter. There's less people. And uh, and you don't have to worry about that kind of just being loud and a lot of kids running around, things like that. Uh, let me ask you this. When you're – there are times where maybe the airlines have misplaced your bags or something like that. And you are boarding the cruise mm-hmm. the next morning. And now you're 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 like, well, it looks like we're buying clothes on the cruise ship. I would imagine they have a clothing store on there, right? What about a jacket? Let's say I have reservations for Palo, but my jacket was in Honduras right now, you know, uh, because the airlines took it there. Do they have one that you can rent or borrow? Or maybe there's a family that, you know, like like with me, I don't need to ever wear um, like clothes like that. I don't, I don't, you know, I know Mike could probably bring his, his work his work jacket, you know, but, um, or, mm-hmm. or Justin, you know, I always see you in, in yours. Um, I don't ever have uh, a need to wear that. Okay. So I would have to buy one for the cruise and that's fine. No, you, you, you know, but what about the people who are like, Oh, I completely didn't even think about that. Well, you don't have to even wear a jacket at Palo. I, I typically do, but you don't have to, as long as you're just, you can't wear denim. You have to, you know, you should, oh, wear collared shirt, things like that. But here's the cool thing about Disney cruises. We have lifelong uh-huh. friends from Disney Cruises. I, was, and I talked about Dave and Claire earlier. They live in the UK. He calls me all the time. He's the only person I know that calls me <laughs> that a plus sign comes up before sure. the number because I get that that UK number. You know, calls me and we're, we always are trying to trying to get you know a trip together. We'll see them and and uh, uh, Kimmy, who's a part of our part of our Disney family on on the Facebook. You know, we met them on the Panama Canal cruise and they're awesome. You know, they live in Florida. They're just great, great people. You know, partied with them, had a great time with them. Uh, and so, you know, it's just, you meet a lot of people because you are, you are, you're, everyone's there for the same reason. You know how I always say, when we talk about Disney, that it's okay to go dance. It's okay to go sing. It's okay to be silly. Same thing on Disney cruise. Everyone's there to be, have a magical, great time. So you're going to meet a ton of people. And if you said to one person you met, you know, you're sitting, say you're sitting at one of the bars, you're having a beer and you're talking to Joe over here and Joe says, Oh, how's your day, man? You go, Oh man, you're not going to know what happened. I, I lost my luggage, and Joe's going to go, oh, really? He's like, yeah, and I have Palo tomorrow. Right. What, what do you need? You look like I we're about the same size. What do you need? You know? 
I mean, it's just, it, yeah. you know, it's it, you awesome. meet amazing people on these cruises. Amazing people. But also, a situation like that, it's hard for me to give exactly what Disney's going to do. But I would say they're going to go out of their way to make sure to accommodate you. To make sure that you're taken care of and you still get that amazing experience to eat at Palo. You know, I said I was a little overwhelmed on my first trip because we were Disney newbies. And, you know, that was we were getting that. The one thing that I do remember was our first day on board was we had an awesome deck party to bon voyage take off uh you know i was i was i was really laid back as i'm having a couple of drinks we're gonna have this bon voyage party and i remember that as one of one of my fond memories from our first day justin tell me about what you're gonna expect on your first day on the cruise yeah sure so you're gonna arrive at port whether you're coming you're driving or you're uh riding disney transportation or you have private transportation we've done all three we uh we've done a, you know, uh, I've splurged a little bit for our Panama Canal and got, got a limo because I wanted Riley to have that experience of riding in a limo. And, uh, and then we've driven and then we've ridden the bus there as well. Uh, so once you arrive, it's a very simple process. You're going to have your passports. You're going to have your documentation. Uh, they're going to pull up if, you drive, if you're driving or you're taking a car service there. Uh, there will be porters there that will take your luggage. I typically tip. I typically give 2 or $3 per bag just that they're taking. I think it's just a customary thing to do. And, uh, and then they'll take your bags, and that's the last time you're going to see your bags until you see them again right outside your stateroom uh, anywhere in the afternoon. So you'll walk into the, the main building. Disney has their own building. You won't be sharing it with any other cruise line. You walk into the main building. You'll go through the check-in check -in process. And the cool part is as soon as you walk in, you will see either Mickey, Minnie, Goofy, You'll see one of the Fab Five there to greet you. You can get in line. You can take a picture. You can uh, see them, and then you'll go. You'll get what they call your key to the world card. Your key to the world card will be your access to everything, how you charge to your room, how you get in your room, uh, your identification, everything. You'll grab that. They'll give you lanyards to put your key to the world card in, and, uh, and you will have a number based on when you signed up to board the ship. So let's say you signed up for an 11.30 board time. Your number might be 11. And then whenever it's time to board the ship, the, the ship has been cleared by customs. They will say, we will, we're ready to board the ship. Number one, uh, people with number one will be allowed to board. That's normally your, uh, your platinum and your um, concierge members. And they will board the ship first. But before that, you'll have the family of the day, which is so cool. Everyone, they announce the family of the day. Everyone cheers. It's the start of your vacation. But once your number comes up, you walk through those magical golden Mickey ears. You walk up the ramp. You'll see someone. You'll, you'll see a cast member right there as you walk up, and they'll say, "What's what's what's your what's your name?" And you'll say the Suter family, and they'll say, "The Disney Wonder is now happy to welcome aboard the Suter family," and everyone cheers, yay! <laughs> and then once you get on board, you'll head straight to do what? Eat, eat, of course. Uh, I see a lot of families get on board, and they're a bit overwhelmed because they are large ships. Uh, head straight upstairs, grab some food. Stuff your belly. The, the buffet's open. There's usually one other restaurant open. And uh, and then here's what I recommend. Go explore. Go learn the ship. Go find everything. Go find the kids' clubs. Go find the theaters, the bars, the, the pools. Go explore. Go walk. Go walk the ship. Uh, your stateroom will be available at 1.30 p.m. 1.30 p.m., you'll be allowed to enter your stateroom for the first time, and then your luggage will show up anywhere from 1.30 until 6 o'clock that evening. And uh, we normally get our luggage anywhere about 1.30 to 3. It's typically there. Has been a little later at times. But, uh, but after that, you'll get this amazing thing on your bed called a Navigator. You can also use the Disney Cruise Line app. And it will tell you all the activities for that evening. 
So you'll be able to go and you will be able to figure out exactly what you're doing. You'll head to dining if you're early dining uh, at 5.15. And if you're late dining, you'll head to the show, which the stage productions are amazing. Uh, and flip-flop that. If you're late dining, you'll go to the show early. And if you're, uh, and then you'll go to dining after that. And of course, there's what, what's better than this? While you're waiting for dining, character meet and greets all over the ship. Peter Pan, Mickey Mouse, Minnie Mouse, you know, everyone all over the ship that you can go to. And of course, you can go swim. You can go play putt putt if you're on, you know, on certain ships. Uh, you can. It's just there's so much to do. It's absolutely incredible. Go sit at one of the great bars, uh, lounges that are around the ship. So those. And then by the time you know it, the day's coming to an end. There'll be a nighttime adult entertainment. The kids can go to the kids clubs, and you just had one of the longest Disney days that you've Excellent. ever had. But I it's love been that. the most fun too. Yeah, that sounds really cool. I, it's all a blur to me because it was done such a long time ago, and I can't wait to do it again. I'm so excited to be able to book that. I'm, the more we're talking about it on this episode, the more and more I want to do this again next year. Um, it's definitely not going to be in the cards this year. I have a Sweet 16 that I have to pay for this year, so that's going to be uh, that's going to take precedence over a lot of other things. But uh, maybe next summer we'll be able to sneak a cruise in there, and uh, I think that would be fantastic. Uh, I got to tell you, you were mentioning about exploring the ship, and one of the things you had mentioned was the kids' club. Uh, tell me a little bit more about the kids' club because that might be something I'm interested in when we take the kids the next time. Yeah, and before I do that, I'm not saying that the Disney dads and Away With Me Travel are planning. A Disney cruise for two thousand summer two thousand nineteen. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that we might be doing something like that. So, um, but yeah, no, the kids clubs are incredible. Katie and I, something cool they do at night too. So there's two different ones there. You have the Oceaneers Club and you have the Oceaneers Lab for for the younger kids. Then you have Edge and Vibe for the older kids, and then of course the the nursery for the for three and under. Now, to be in the kids' clubs, you have to be potty trained. You have to be over the age of three. Uh, they're the, they are the most fun space on board a Disney cruise. And here's the fun part. Some nights, if you're on a little bit longer longer cruise, like seven, five to seven nights, five and plus, they will open up the Oceaneers Club to adults. They'll put all the kids over in the lab, and there they can do arts and crafts. They play games. Characters come. Movies are shown, things like that. But in the club, adults can have already gone down to the, to, the, to the bars, had a few drinks, come up, do the slinky dog slide, you know, play on all the stuff, play all the simulators, <laughs> you know, do all that fun stuff. Katie and I love doing that stuff. And, uh, but the, the, the kids' clubs are why we love Disney cruises as much as we do because they allow Katie and I to not only have time to ourselves, to love, you know, uh, to love other parts of the Disney cruise that Riley couldn't go to, whether it be adult-only areas of the bars or maybe adult-only pool areas. But also, Riley doesn't want anything to do with us. Riley's like, please, whatever. She finds her friends on day one and two, and you don't have to worry about it. But let me throw this out there, because I know what a lot of parents are thinking. I don't want to drop my kid off somewhere, and then they need me, and I don't know what's, you know, they're not going to be able to find me. When you board a Disney cruise ship, you're going to be able to walk into your stateroom at 1.30, and on, the st- on, on your vanity, there will be two phones called Wave phones. Those are going to be your cell phones for the length of your, length of your trip. With that, you keep those Wave phones with you. You can only call anyone else on board or call you know, customer, uh, you know, down to the front desk or things like that for things you need. But if your kid needs you, from, from the club, they'll call you. They'll say, hey, Riley's, Riley's ready to go. Riley wants to leave. And if you have an older kid, say you have a 9 or 10-year-old that you're comfortable with them going back to the room, 
then you can sign up uh, to let them check themselves out. So you, you can do that. That's not a problem at all. So it's just the kids' clubs are absolutely incredible. They have covered every single basis of age and every single basis of need for every type of kid. As a proponent of Lilo's, now that they're closing, sadly, and, and, and allowing my wife and I to have that quality time together, Listen, when we first, uh, our first time at Disney, I was almost appalled. You know, I, I've said this before. How do you put your kids? You're at Disney. Why? This is a family. Now, I get it now, you know, because they love Lilo's and we love our time too. You know what I mean? And that's just as important. See, and that's, I guess that's what I want to mention, Justin, is it's just as important of a family trip for you, you two to have a night or two together. Uh, without the distraction of the kids, I mean, and that that's okay. You guys deserve that. Listen, Jason, you, I, I'm I'm talking to all parents out there. We dedicate so much time to our mm-hmm. kids. It's okay for you to have time for you. It's okay. You know, they are having a, the time of their life because characters are stopping in. You know, on our longer cruises, she's made pillowcases. She's made lifelong friends. You know, we still, there's, there's a fantastic couple that is a part of our Facebook group and their son, Andrew, uh, you know, we got to know them before the cruise because we became a member of the Facebook group for that specific cruise. It was for the, you know, and, and and for the Panama Canal cruise and we got to know them and we still, she still asks about Andrew and we'll send them a message on Facebook. Hey, Riley's and want to see Andrew, you know, we'll have to come up there sometime or y'all come down to us. And it's just, you meet these great people, but it gives you as, as an adult time to at night go see a juggler, go see a magician, have a few drinks, you know, spend time if you're dancers, spend time dancing with your wife. It's something you might not have done for the last 10 years. You know, find that romance again. It's okay. Your kid's having a blast. Your kid does not want you to pick him up. I promise right. you. Right. Right. Makes it easy. Mm-hmm. Oh, you want to go to Lilo's for 3 nights? Are you sure? <laughs> Oh. oh, wait till you see that. Wait till this is the way the navigator. Like whenever we pick up that navigator, we're not looking for what mom and dad can do. We're looking. All right, what are the hours of the kids' clubs? Yeah, are they closed at all today? All right, no, they're not. All right, cool. Riley's going from noon to well, they're swim till noon. We eat lunch, and then she's going from twelve thirty till four. Katie and I are going to go up to the adults only pool. We'll pick her up. We'll go to dinner. We'll see some characters. We'll go to the show, you know, and then we drive back off. Yeah, and we'll say, Rye, do you want to go to the show and she's like no i don't i don't want to go to the show i want to go play right right yeah i, so, I get it Dis- I, hey can I, t- can I tell you all a really funny story absolutely because i want to break this up real, real quick because we've given a lot of information but i want to tell everybody a really funny story i want to tell everybody a really funny story so we're on the transatlantic cruise right riley is four years old at the time and we get back to the room after dinner and they have the little chocolates on on the on the bed and they have the the towel, you know, animals and things like that. And uh, so we go, hey, Ryan, do you want to go to the show? You want the kids' clubs? And she goes, I, I want to go to the show, but, uh, but hey, I want to eat some of the chocolate. I'm like, no, Ryan, you can't have any chocolate. You're not, you know, you can't have any candy. You can't have that. So anyway, we take her to the kids' club, and we get a call. This was Riley's, like, sixth cruise. We get a call, and they go, uh, Riley's had an accident. Will you come get her? And we go, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, we'll be there. We'll be right there. So we get there, and they have her her pants and everything in a bag, and they said she had an accident. And I said, really? I said, strange. I said she's, she has an accident in years, like two years had an accident like that. And so uh, they hand us the bag, and we go back to the room, and we're asking Riley, like, what happened, kiddo? Did you get busy playing, you know, things like that? And we get back to the room, and Katie's talking to her, and I kind of look at him, you know, because I was going to send him to laundry. kind of look at him, and I'm like, 
and I, you know, like any good dad does, I smell them. It's chocolate. That kid had stuffed the chocolates down her <laughs> pants and then had gone and played and forgotten they were in there because she was going to take them to the kids' clubs, go to the bathroom and eat the chocolates. And then, and, but she had shoved them in her pants and then started playing and forgot they were in there. And the chocolate had melted and they thought she had an accident. Oh, so that's hilarious. That's one of those. That, we had to take her back to the kids' clubs and we're like, it was chocolate. And they were all dying laughing. That's it's funny. like Caddyshack with the baby Ruth in the pool. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love it. Man. The entertainment that's on the ship, is this show-based? Is it, um, uh, is it, I mean, and, you know, okay, let me just say, like, is it like the Finding Nemo? I'm trying to, I'm trying to relate, like, my Disney park experience to the cruise. You know, that's how I'm trying to relate yeah, here. Yeah. So what are, what are these shows like? Are they, are they as good yeah. as, like, the, um, the lasers at, um. <laughs> I know exactly where you're going. <laughs> I mean, is it top-notch? No. Is it good stuff? You know, stuff like that. So. So let me tell you something about the stage productions on the Disney Cruise Line. They are Broadway-style, Broadway-quality uh, productions. They are absolutely incredible. And I would... That's a great representation from Nemo at Animal Kingdom. Okay. To what they do on the cruise ship. It is absolutely incredible. And I'm not saying that I haven't walked out of there with a little misty-eyed. Yep. Because they get you with a few of those shows. I mean, they really do hammer it home. Especially, you know, being a dad with some of those shows. Katie and I love the shows. We've seen, we love them so much that we've seen every show multiple times, but we still go. I mean, we could go somewhere else and do something else, but we still go to every show. Okay. We we like them that much. I I can't say enough for what those performers do. And here's the amazing part: when you're in some rocky seas, sometimes, and those performers are dancing and jumping and Tarzan swinging, you know, from the rope, which all the ladies love, of course. And, uh, you know, because he's, like, ripped. And uh, But, you know, they're doing all these amazing things, and, and I just I can't say enough. But that's not the only entertainment on board, you know. You're talking about the kids. You were talking about the Sailway Party, Mike. That Sailway Party is amazing. It's so much fun. You also get to do something that no other cruise line in the industry does, fireworks at sea. Oh. And you get to go at night on Pirate Night. You can dress up as a pirate. You get to go and you get to see a show before that leads into fireworks right off the side of the ship, right in the middle of the ocean. And what an amazing, standing up on deck 11 right there, what an amazing thing to see is just fireworks shooting over the side of that ship. And what's the cool part is all those fireworks are made of fish-friendly edible foods. So all the fish get dinner too. Hey, and that's awesome. uh, I didn't know and, that. I was yeah, not aware of that. Yep. And not only that, but all the food left over gets gets churn, churned up and made right for fish food right there off the Disney cruise ship. Do, as well. Now, do they dump trash like a lot of the like a lot of ships? Do? They do not. They they do not. Nope. They burn. They burn trash, and uh, I they take trash like at different ports, things like that. Okay. Um, part of their part of their deal. Um, but and that's the thing with Disney being so you know um, being so eco friendly. They're absolutely amazing. But also, let's talk. Let's talk entertainment for what? Who's who's listening to this show right now? The adults. Some of the funniest things. Let me. Tell, I've been on stage a few times. The adult entertainments. I was on stage once to be hypnotized. It didn't work. I was. I you know. I like to say I was too too smart. You know, wasn't able to be hypnotized. <laughs> but I was on stage for a juggler as well. Mm -hmm. And uh, he all he asked me to do was to. He was on a unicycle. He's juggling, and he says, "Just throw me this bowling pin." And I hit him right in his um, his manliness, and uh, that was quite the quite the the laugh that went through the place, you know, that evening. Uh, 
but also I've been on stage for a magician. Um, Katie's been on stage for a magician. We have the card to where the, he ripped the card up, did all this stuff, ate it, and made it reappear, and it's signed, and Katie has that. So my recommendation is this. Go see those adult entertainers, comedians, musicians. Com- you know, They're just amazing. They're amazing, amazing acts. And my advice is I know you might be a little shy, and everyone is when they first get on board. Get there early, sit up front, and be a part of the show. It's a memory you'll have for the rest of your life when you're a part of one of those shows. So go and be a part of that. And uh, But not just that. Even after those have ended, you get the Disney part of the adult entertainment with things like Match Your Mate, which Katie and I, I would have to say one, yes, want a bottle of champagne, where they'll get three couples on board, a couple that was has just been married, which we were at the time, has been married about 10 years and a couple that's been together for as long as possible. The longest married couple in the room. And some of those questions are definitely not appropriate for the Disney Dads podcast, but they are hilarious to listen to. Oh, so. I love that. So they actually, they will bring a super adult level to the thing. Inside the adult only areas, for those nighttime shows, it is adult themed. No one under the age of 18, and so it is adult. I love that. They can throw it out there. Okay, I it's, love that. It's, it's all there. That's great. Yep. And and for those people, too, that are always thinking, oh, Disney Cruise, there's going to be a ton of kids running around. Mike, you can probably attest to this. There are places to go where you won't see one, one kid. Oh, absolutely. The quiet pool, the quiet deck. There's tons of places where you can go where the kids aren't around. Yep, and you won't hear them. You won't see them. You wouldn't even know you're on a cruise with a child. I mean, it's it's incredible. Yeah, you know, we we talked a lot about some of the stuff you were mentioning with the entertainment, you know, correlating over to the kind of shows they have. Uh, we talked about some of the dining, which is similar. What about photos? I, I'm not the kind of person that likes to uh, take pictures and live behind the camera. I'm like one of those people that like, like to have my picture taken. Uh, I use the PhotoPass. What do they have when it comes to getting your pictures taken on board? Do they have anything similar to the PhotoPass system? They do, yes. Uh, so they... It's it's a little different in the fact that it is not a Disney company that runs it. They Katie and I always have a deal. She always gets the the highest photo package, and I get to have anything I want to drink on board, and, and neither of us say anything to either each other. You know, <laughs> so that's kind of our deal. Um, but we we love it. So when you go, but when you book your cruise, you can prepay for that package. And you don't have to get the largest package. You can get, you know, there's small. It's like it's almost like ordering a package off of, you know, whenever you get on board, you can do like one print. You can do ten prints, you know, or you can do what we do. We do the full CD, and they used to do the full CD and every print. Uh-huh. This past cruise we were on, they changed that to where it's just the digital now, which I loved. Katie hated, but we have about. I would. I'm not kidding you. I'm not exaggerating. I would say we have seven thousand prints sitting in a box in our closet from all the cruises we've done. Because when we, when we do pay for these, we take a lot of cruises, a lot of pictures, but here's the great part is every single night, not only are their characters out and you get those pictures, but there's also professional quality backdrop set up with professional quality lighting set up to where you could have your uh, yearly pictures done, yearly family pictures done on this cruise ship. And it doesn't cost you any extra, you know, you've already paid for the picture picture package. It's there, and they work with you. They put you in the different positions. They do, you know, Jason. You know a lot more about this with Rachel being a photographer, you know, and you working with her on on this stuff. But they they work with you and they do all this, so you can take your time. And a lot of those are Disney backdrops. If you look back, if you were to walk in our house right now, 
we have a wall and we have our family picture from every year and thing and that's that's usually where every year our family picture comes from. Okay. Is a Disney cruise. Very awesome, cool. man. Now what's the price on something like that though? You know, that's hard to say. So it is it is pricey. Uh I don't want to throw one price out there because it does change. Um Roughly. I am gonna say it's I'm gonna say it's more. It's not exponentially, but it is more than the photo pass service at Walt Disney World. Uh, I would say double so three. would be a pretty good roundabout if you can do yeah about three three fifty okay. is what you're looking at uh, for that digital. But you are getting every single picture, and it's not like in the parks where you know you're just catching a photo a, a photo pass person here or there. You can plan your schedule around having. I mean, you could literally have two hundred pictures done a day oh. if you wanted to. Okay, because there's all the characters. Every single character has them. Also, they roam the ship sometimes, so you can get catch them in certain areas. When we did the Panama Canal. I mean, they were when we were going through the canal. They were on not only on the ship taking pictures of of us. You know, like there's a couple pictures of me in the canal. But they also got off the ship and were on the side of the canal taking pictures up from the canal. Um, so they do all that. It's just I I can't recommend buying the picture package enough. You've already spent the money to be on the cruise. Buy the picture packages or memories you're going to have forever. So how do you know? How do they tie the pictures to your account? Is that with your card? It's all facial recognition. So let me get into that for just one minute because that is an important aspect. They have a photography area to where you can go up. It's normally on deck four or five midship, depending on what ship you're on. Uh, I say deck four or five when I talk about these things because when you talk about uh, the difference between the magic and the wonder and the, the fantasy and the dream, usually everything is one deck higher with the dream and the fantasy. So they're usually there. You can go and you can digitally look at every single picture that has been put into your account. So I recommend this on, on the, I would say midday to early evening on the night before you disembark, go, go through every picture, make sure they're all there, make sure they're not missing anything. And also sometimes we have other families pictures in ours, mark those say, these aren't mine. They'll take them out. They'll put them where they're supposed to go. Or you can say, Hey, I was missing a picture from this. They'll find it and they'll put it in. Okay. I love that. Cool. Speaking of photos, it brings us to our favorite part of the week, pictures of the week. Picks of the week. Picks of the week. It's time for us to get our picks of the week. So, with our pictures of the week, I'm going to give it to our quiet one tonight. Because he's been kind of on the back burner. We'll give it to Jason. Jason, what's Thanks, your... man. I appreciate that. Yeah, because gotta, just because I don't belong to the cool club. I mean, all you, all you <laughs> cruising type Our of people. oceaneer type people? Yeah, what can I, I say? I know, right? My buccaneer pals. Um, my pick of the week is actually going to go to Scott Zobel's post. However, let me throw in a little um, side note for our friend Scott. Not all roller coasters are for... Rephrase that. By calling yourself non-geriatric because of Space Mountain. <laughs> and then, then comparing Space Mountain to other roller coasters, there is no comparison, my friends. I have no problems riding any other roller coaster. So if that makes me geriatric, then I will take that badge of honor but let me tell you what, your pictures were fantastic. I loved them. Thank you for posting them, Scott. That was awesome for you to share your family's adventures on the car accident at Disney. 
I'm so happy geriatrics stuck. <laughs> oh, well, it, it, that's okay, because there's this thing called karma, my friend. When's your next trip to New York, by the way? <laughs> geriatric. <Yeah. laughs> my. Yeah, how about that? All right, well, my young friend who's a non-geriatric, go ahead. What's your pick of the week? Oh, man. Uh, so mine is one that was just actually posted tonight. And it's from Arthur Mills. Arthur, what a, what a cool picture, man. From 1993. Mm-hmm. Rocking the Mickey and Minnie on top of the wedding cake and all the different uh, decorations you all had. And let me say this to you, my friend. Congratulations on 25 years. What an amazing accomplishment. I know it's not quite yet. I know it's coming up this fall. But uh, happy for you all, and I am excited to see your pictures of when you're going to be in the park celebrating your anniversary. And I hope that I wish that I could see you in person at that time so I could say congratulations to you. 25 years is an amazing, amazing thing. I'm hoping Katie will hang on to me for that long, too. I do, too, man. Bless her heart. Bless her heart. (laughs) Hey, listen, great. You know, I'm just going to agree with you, man. How cool is that? It was such a neat post. And... uh, you guys look so young. I love that. I was young Aren't once like all? that. Are, are, us geriatrics. A hundred years, hundred <laughs> years ago, a hundred and fifty years ago. I knew, I knew, I was going to catch so much grief whenever I said it. Literally, it slipped off the tongue and went geriatrics, <laughs> and I was like, I could, I was reaching uh-huh. for it, trying to get it back in. Yeah, there'll be payback on that one for sure. <laughs> oh yes, we'll get, we'll get a Don't worry you know. about it. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yes, we will. I got a memory like an elephant. So, so <laughs> an old elephant. <laughs> yeah, thanks. My uh, my pick of the week and a major congratulations goes to Jade Sanford. Jade Sanford posted, and she's the first in her family to graduate f- to, from college. So amazing feat by yourself. Amazing on that to begin with, and what a very cool diploma cap with the uh, with the little guys from Toy oh, Story. Yes, yes. Th- that is definitely my pick of the week, and sincere congratulations on graduating from college. That's a huge accomplishment, and you know, many many props to you. And then uh, enjoy your moment because you deserve it. Uh, one other thing that I want to kind of. You know, we, we always made a rule between the three of us that we wouldn't nominate each other for picks of the week or, you know, our own pictures, mm-hmm. obviously, because, you know, we love our Disney family. And we want to show you guys because we talk enough all week. But I got to tell you, Katie putting up for our birthday boy here, the young birthday boy here, the pictures of all of our Disney family posting their pictures for Justin's birthday. Uh, from the bottom of my heart, as a friend of Justin, thank you so much for doing that as part of our Disney family. Uh, Katie, that was an amazing idea. You guys rocked it. You came home and our Disney family with your quotes, your pictures. You guys are awesome. So that deserves a picture of the week category in itself on top of all your other guys with your fantastic posts. Let me jump in here real quick because I I have that banner is sitting right next to me right now. And that's something I'm going to keep. I And Katie will tell you I'm not a sentimental person. I don't keep a lot of things, but I'm going to keep that because that really meant a lot to me. I didn't have a clue you guys were doing that. Um, she, you, you completely all kept it on the radar. What I've learned is you're all great liars, all of you. Oh no, no, liars. we just didn't offer and- any information because I was never asked directly, and it's all uh, but, your wife, man. But let me tell you something: to wake up to that, and Katie and I, are, Katie and I are a little strange. We don't buy gifts for each other, but that was one of the greatest gifts I, I've ever, I've ever received, because to receive so much love 
on one sheet of paper is just it's incredible i i spent time going through every picture and looking at every single person's you know message and all that and man see y'all get me misty eyed now you gotta you gotta start all right let's move on it's been it's been fun. Like, i can't you guys are amazing i can't say enough about what, hey, what you all listen did. Justin. it made my birthday Justin and really Mike, you know guys look there's there's much love between all of us because there's such a mutual respect you know we we get intimate with each other's families uh, as far as like you know ups and downs and a lot of stuff that nobody will ever hear about and but the thing is is um katie really did bring out uh, a new level of love um with us, you know, and I love the fact that everybody gave you love. You know, I have, I have, I have people that I know here locally that, that, oh, I sent my picture into, uh, to Justin, you all get a text and like, I sent his birthday picture into Justin, you know, cause they, and, um, I love that. And I love the fact that you got, that you got the love, you know, because, you know, if anybody puts their heart and soul into this group, it's you. You know, you got time for everybody. You're a friend to everybody. You're a brother to everybody, and uh, maybe you're a sister to some. I don't know, but <laughs> but, to, but you know, and, to others, <laughs> right? But the thing is, is you do put your heart and soul into this group, and everybody looks to you and and appreciates what you've done, and and that's just a testament. But man, so you know what? You deserve that. You really did. My. Yeah. Look, man, I can't. I'm at a loss for words. I don't know what to say. Well, good. Let's move on because I want to give some honorable mentions. You know how I roll, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Steven. Steven, uh, is that, how do you say that? Kaya? Saya? Saya? Kaya. Um, Steven you know, Kaya. Steve Kaya. Yeah. Oh, what, did you see the picture of his kids in front of Space Mountain there? Not only do I love that he gave that that he posted that as a tribute to our show, but good looking kids. What a great spot. Man, what a great picture. Thank you for posting that. Ooh, I got an honorable mention I'm going to throw in there because I know you won't throw it in there. I'm going to post an honorable mention to Aaron White's photo of you and Aaron down there and giving some props to an amazing cast member, Janet, who's who's been working at the company store there at Hollywood Studios as a sketch artist uh, for years and years and years. I know you had the pleasure of meeting her. 21 or some years, yeah, yeah. She was the coolest woman at Hollywood Studios. you got to stop in and see her. She is... She is um she is the aunt that you never had. That that she's the cool aunt that you never had. She's awesome. Go say hi to her. She's great. And when they took that picture, man, I thought I was crunched for time. I'm really scrunching down there. Like really working out there. And I, I look kinda awkward. I'm a little bit insecure about that. But go see Janet. She's an incredible <laughs> woman. Yes. Very cool, guys. Very cool. Oh, hold okay. on, one more. I'm gonna throw one more out there. And I love how, uh, see, I like that this, this is what's going to do. I want to wish, and I know you guys do too, in 19 days, actually 18 days now as we're recording, and when this drops will be even sooner, Charles Mary, buddy, is taking just him and his 90th, or his grandma who's celebrating her 90th birthday yes. to Disney. Yes. Just the two of them. Dude, you have the best trip ever. I hope you two have an amazing time. And uh, I can't wait to see pictures, pictures of both of you through the parks. Pictures, pictures, oh, yes. guys, and pictures. I hope she enjoys Soren. You saying she she loves riding Soren? I can't wait to hear about her ride on Soren. I want to have her on just to talk about Soren. So what an amazing yeah. lady! Yeah, Charles is pretty good at taking pictures. I think. <laughs> amazing, right? I just look. It's my birthday was overwhelming with generosity, and, and Charles definitely. Yeah, how about that picture picture he gave gave you? I love that, man. That was incredible. That was so, so neat. Katie said, let's go to Taco Bell, which is a a local restaurant here. One of my favorites. Let's go to Taco Bell for lunch. We're meeting somebody. Meeting somebody. What, did you find a new (laughs) husband? What are we doing? You know? 
And so, yeah, so we go down, and I recognize him. I'm like, it's Charles. Charles in there. And he pulled, I mean, the thing is two feet tall. Yeah. You know, amazing photo that he, he gifts me. It's been on his wall for a long time. And he told me, he said, listen, he said, it's been on my wall for a long time. I've, I've looked at it for a long time. Of course, he took the picture. He's a, you know, a great, great yeah, artist. He is. And, uh, and he said, I said, I want to gift this to you. I said, I can't, I can't. That's too, you know, he said, no, I want to gift this to you. Cause I know how much you loved it. When I posted it, you said how much you love it. So, uh, look, buddy, look, I'm amazing. I, this Disney community, it never fails to put a smile on my face. Good people, man. Good people. That's why we're here. It's amazing. Us geriatrics. <laughs> I'm getting there, though. I'm one year closer. Yeah. Happy birthday, buddy. <laughs> happy birthday. Thanks, man. That's right. Appreciate Next time birthday. you face Mountain, you're going to have a crink in your neck, I'm sure. Oh, especially, especially <laughs> if I'm behind them. Guaranteed. <laughs> Smack me in the neck. Guaranteed. Yeah, you're not going to live this one down. Amazing stuff this week. Justin, happy birthday from all of us. Sincerely, you know, we love you. You're an amazing guy. You're a fantastic friend and a great brother. Uh, listen, why don't you tell other people how they can enjoy our group and enjoy our Disney family? Tell them social media-wise how we can get a hold of us. Yeah, there's a lot of different ways you can get a hold of us. The easiest way is at our website, www.disneydadspodcast.com. There you can find the links to all of our social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We're the most active on Facebook. Come over, join the group Disney Dads Podcast on Facebook. It is so much fun. So many great, amazing people. That's where we get all the photos for our picks of the week. And uh, and we're excited to have you there and have you be a part of our family. Let us be a part of your Disney family, too. Uh, but also, give us a call. 317-WDW-DADS. 317-WDW-DADS. Give us a call. Shoot us a text. Leave us a message about what you've going on in your Disney life. We'd love to play one of your messages on a future episode. Or you can get all of our personal emails or the show email, DisneyDadsPodcast at gmail.com, on the website as well. We'll look forward to seeing you at one of those places. And we're very excited to have Away With Me Travel as the official travel agency of the Disney Dads Podcast. Are you ready to experience the magic? There's no better time than right now. Here at Away With Me Travel, all of our agents are Disney College of Knowledge graduates. We have dined at all of the Disney restaurants and we have stayed at all of the Disney resorts. So definitely come and make sure to contact us. You can find Jamie and I both at Disney Dads at Away With Me Travel. Send us an email. We'd love to help you make your dreams come true. You can also find all of our services at www.awaywithmetravel.com. And remember, we're here to help you make your travel dreams come true, and your journey begins with us here at Away With Me Travel. Jason. Justin. Yes, sir. I had an amazing night talking with you guys about the Disney Cruise. We just barely, barely scratched the surface on Disney Cruises. We're going to have a lot more episodes coming up about it. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I, I hope that we gave some of our Disney family some knowledge and some tips and tricks about taking a Disney cruise. Obviously, if you guys have any more questions, you can reach out to us either personally or on our Facebook page. We'll be happy to help you. Give me some final remarks, Jason. Tell me what you thought. I thought this was a super fun episode. It was a, uh, you know, not only was it a lot of information, but it really got me excited because, you know, I'm real big on Disney personalizing things for uh, individual families. And I love a lot of the individualized um, aspects that the Disney Cruise brings to uh, uh, the families. And and here's my here's my point. We know when you see people that are walking around with their Disney Cruise bags, their Disney Cruise shirts. You know, you see them walking in the parks, almost like it's a badge of honor. I never really got it. 
You know what I mean? But after listening to you tonight, I get it because it's just like home. You know what I mean? It's 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 such a magical experience. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm glad we had this conversation tonight. I really am. Yeah, it's no secret. Disney cruises are my favorite thing that Disney does. I love them. I can't get enough of them. Uh, Katie and I have two cruises left to we'll hit the pla- that that amazing platinum status. And it's weird because when you start doing them, as you re- go up the ranks, you know, you go your first cruise and you go, um, you know, you'll reach the different the different levels of being a Castaway Club member. And uh, they come with different different things, and we'll get into that on future episodes. But what I want to say is this: if you if you enjoy the Disney parks, you're going to love the Disney cruises. So I really hope that you consider them, and you look at them, and you really uh, uh, would maybe join the three of us on a future Disney cruise. I'd love to do a Disney Dads podcast cruise with all of our Disney family. I think it would be a lot of fun, and we'll. Uh, We'll be talking more about that in the future, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm excited for that. Uh, fantastic show, guys. Uh, Jason, welcome back. You had an amazing trip, but I certainly missed you. Justin, happy Thank birthday. Uh, it's been a, it's been a whirlwind of a week, and uh, it's been a while since we've recorded. I enjoyed hanging out with you guys tonight, and I hope our Disney family got some information. And until the next time, guys, have a good night. Good night, buddy. Good night, buddy. From Mike, Justin, and myself. We want to say thank you, and remember, always keep it Disney. And they all live happily ever after. Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us, and when we're brave enough to listen, and bold enough to pursue, that dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic within. Ready to begin. Let the wonder... And that would be a wrap. Um, Mike, yeah, my trip. Sorry, man. My uh, my trip was... Uh, I had so much fun, man. Listen, I flew in. Uh, Aaron... Aaron sent me a text. He says, hey, uh, I'll meet you at your resort. I'm like, cool, because we'll just fly over to Hollywood Studios. The weather was just perfect, man. Just perfect. I mean, you could not have asked for better weather. Uh, Aaron came in. We, 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 it was walk-on for almost every ride on Hollywood Studios, so we knocked out all the, all the ones I wanted to. Um, you know, Tower of Terror, guys, you know, when I'm safely home, I'm like, oh, that ride is, makes me giddy. I get anxiety when I'm standing in line for that thing. Do either of you get anxiety for that? No. Not at all? No, neither does Riley. No, no, I get anxiety. I get it. I mean, I do it. It's a must-do. I love the ride. I mean, I love the thrill. I'm, I love the, I just love the thrill. But, yeah, I get anxiety. And I don't know why. I think it's that loss of control. Uh, got some great pictures with Aaron. Met some incredibly cool cast members. Uh, we went to Disney Springs, checked out Enzo's Hideaway, had, a, uh, had an $18 drink. <laughs> um went to uh checked out um the yeah. Edison just walked in mm-hmm. checked it out guys I can't wait to hit some of those <laughs> lounges with you guys like the Edison man we could just take over a whole corner down there that place is great. so much fun at night yeah I bet I bet um and then um Johnny Renfro met me um on uh, Epcot day and um him and I walked around the world and uh Somehow we ended up Trader Sam's and and Johnny's Johnny's a bad influence when it comes to some stuff, 
So, um, but man, we have a lot of fun. He's probably saying the same thing about me. Went to Trader Sam's. It happened to have been um, Trader Sam's birthday that day. So, which was neat. Met some cool people. Uh, Ended up at Magic Kingdom. Um, He's a horrible, Johnny Rumpro is a horrible, horrible driver on the Buzz Lightyear ride. Horrible driver. He will Just going put around you in circles the, wall. the whole time? No, yeah. he'll put you against the wall the whole time. I'm like, dude, let me get a target. He's like putting, pushing me into the wall. So I had a blast with Johnny. Johnny is such a good friend. He's a good friend of the family, the show. He's a good friend to everybody here too, which is amazing. Um, great family. I get to see all these guys. And uh, I think we're, I'm on single digits again, guys. Nine days I, we fly out. Nine or ten days. Yeah, nine days we fly back down there. So I'm excited for that. And, uh, yeah, I guess I'm done talking. But anyways... It was an incredible, incredible trip. I will tell you this, though. I did miss my family after about the second day. Going into third day was... Because here's why. It's not like I'm on a camping trip or a hunting trip. You know what I mean? Or a fishing trip. You're at a location that you're spent all your time with your family. You know what I mean? Every single nook and cranny of all those parks have memories for me with my family. So you can't help but think about family while you're down there. So would I do a solo trip again? Absolutely in a heartbeat. I can see doing it once a year. I think it's a great way to connect with friends down there and being able to do things. But um, I, don't, I don't think I would do it any more than three and a half or four days. That's tops for me on a solo trip. So It's like Vegas rules. Yeah, absolutely. Like four days, you're done, right? Yeah. Isn't, isn't Vegas kind of like three or four days and that's it? Three days in Vegas is plenty. Any, any more than that, you're you're just shot. There's no there's no coming back from it. So, no, I completely get it, it. I've never done a, a lone trip. I, uh, If Katie wouldn't kill me, I would definitely go do one. But no. I'm, man, it was good to see you were having a good time. Mike and I were super jealous. And, of course, you get to turn around and do it again in like, I don't know, 10 days, 9 days, 8 days. Well, you know what's really cool about doing a solo trip, guys, was I got to do what I wanted to do. So when I go down there with the family, I don't care what we do. You know what I mean? It's kind of like, I, I'm good. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's do exactly what you guys want to do, which I love that. Plus, uh, uh, Allie won that super cool print. I absolutely love that print, guys. I, I absolutely love it. I would love to get a bigger one of that. You know, so, we, um, have the, we have the statue of that. Oh, that is, yeah, that's a great, that's a great little bit out of my budget. In fact, um, uh, Prints aren't cheap down there. No, I mean, I love they're the not. Print and they're, but you know that was still. I mean, you're. Uh, well, you know what? Anyways, I, I love. I love the print. Um, I'll have to get one for myself. So, eventually, 